Hey everybody, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you back to this episode. If this is your first time visiting, welcome. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I greatly appreciate you and I appreciate the time that you're spending with me. And if this is your return visit, I just want to say, gosh, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you for spending your time with me, for choosing to spend your time with me because everything we do in life is a choice and you're making the conscious choice to listen and participate with me today. And hopefully you'll share some of what we talk about today. Um, And it's just me vibing and talking today about something that I came across that um, I found was very helpful during a talk session that I had when I was doing a speaking engagement type workshop in my past. And I thought, whoa, this is really relevant to today and what we're going through being through the pandemic, life choices, all these changes that are happening in our life. This is definitely something that can be helpful to someone. So I thought I'd share it today. So it's actually called Autobiography in Five Chapters by a woman named Portia Nelson. And the first chapter reads as this. I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am hopeless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever for me to find a way out. Chapter two, I walk down the same street There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in the same place. But it isn't my fault. It still takes me a long time to get out. Chapter 3. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. Chapter 4. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Chapter 5. I walk down another street. And I would say, if you have to, pause the episode for a moment. Give yourself a moment to let that resonate within you, process what was said. If you have to play it back, go ahead and play it back. But look at the first chapter. And and I just want to take this time to break it down because this actually is so profound and it speaks to a lot of things that we all do in our lives. Um, It speaks to owning our thing, the choices we make, and also being responsible and accountable what I talked about in the last episode, right? Accountability and responsibility. Own what you're bringing to the table, right? So the first one in chapter one, yeah, you know, I walked down the street. I didn't know there was a big hole. I fall into it. That definitely wasn't my fault, okay? Then, you know, you look at it and things in your life. You walk you know, take the street, and the street is a metaphor for anything that you go through in your life. And yes, sometimes you're going to have a negative impact, but the consequences that happen, it's like, dang, that wasn't my fault, but it happened, okay? So now what do I do? So you take chapter two. Now you take that chapter two, right? 
and you look and it says there that you walk down the same street so you didn't change anything right now you're making a conscious conscious choice excuse me to ignore the hole like the hole's going to miraculously go away that's similar to us ignoring problems right things that are clearly causing us angst in our lives and we're ignoring it as if it's going to go away so what happens we hit that brick wall again we fall into that hole we have the same conversations the same arguments over and over again because the initial problem wasn't resolved you just chose to ignore it right and keep going down that same road of the same problems the same arguments the same complaints so you fall in again and you you get mad at yourself that you're in that space you you've been there before why am i here again right and then you still say it isn't your fault right why isn't it your fault you made a choice you knew that hole was there so you chose to pretend all right so by pretending you see that it's not going to happen, you're still going to fall in. And at this point, yeah, it's going to take you a little longer to get out of that hole, get out of that space, because now you have to make those choices to make some changes. So now looking at that chapter three, now you're walking down the same street, right? Same sidewalk. And now you make a conscious decision to see that hole. You make a conscious decision to hear what the conversation is, is saying and where you know it's going. And you know it's going to lead to that same argument. So now, what do you do? You still fall down, right? You still fall into it. You still fall into that same trap of the conversation, right? Why? Because now you develop a habit of doing it. This is your routine. Right? So now you have to try to figure out a way to break this routine. And we all fall into that. We all fall into that, that little rabbit hole, I like to call it, where we're doing the same thing over and over again. And um, as we say, that's a sign of insanity, right? When you're doing the same things over and over again, expecting a different result. And that's how we feel in a lot of our relationships. We do the same things. One, because it's comfortable and that's what we know. Two, is we're scared of change and what might happen should you make those changes as if leaving the person or um, addressing the issues that are plaguing the relationship. And then, you know, we just keep going and keep going down this rabbit hole. We do the first chapter where we are introduced to the issue and it's like okay this is new territory then you go through the second chapter where you know this territory before it is familiar but you still go down that same hole because it's you know it's still there right and then you go through it again for the third time and it's like come on you know now this is a habit you develop a habit so now with chapter four now you, you're getting it, right? Now you, you're replaying all the things that have happened and how you've gotten there. You're going down the same road. You're having the same conversation. You're, you're, you're beating a, you know, a dead horse right now. And so you, you take that stride and you walk down that same street, right? No one came by to fix the hole. No one came to stop you from having this conversation, right? So there is that big hole again 
So going back in your mind, you review all that information, right? You start to take a reflective moment right now. And you're looking at, okay, I walked down the street last week and I didn't know the hole was there. Yeah, it was new to me. Okay. All right. So relationship-wise, all right, I've had this conversation with her a couple of times or him a couple of times saying, yeah, okay, this is new. Fine. And you fall into that trap, right? Responding either negatively or passive aggressively, whichever one, and then you're down that hole. Then, okay, now, all right, we're walking down this street. This hole is there. We're having the same conversation. Wait, I thought we resolved it. No, apparently not. So here we are again, down this hole. And dang it, if I didn't fall into that conversation again and that argument again, saying the same things over and over again. It's not my fault. You know, I, I haven't learned from the first one and I'm still growing. It's not my fault. So, you know, it, it just takes me a little longer to get to that point. Now, here you are going again and you're reflecting on it and it's like, okay, yes. Yeah. So the third time I went down this conversation road with you and um, I, I, I fell into it again, you know, I, I, I sat there and we talked and we yelled and we cussed at each other and we said all these things just to get nothing resolved. This is familiar. Ah, I see. This is a pattern. This is a habit. You know, um, the fact that I fell into this hole again, I went down this rabbit hole, we're having this conversation again. Mm, I have to say, I have to take responsibility for this one. This is my fault. I'm allowing it. I'm allowing this conversation. I'm allowing myself to keep falling down this hole. This is my fault. So here's where you take onus and responsibility. Last episode, we talked about accountability, right? This is where that accountability falls into play. Um, another piece of it anyway, because through our lives, we're going to take accountability for a lot of things that we do. At least we should. And it's not, it's usually when we get to um, a certain age where we start to realize and really do some reflecting on our lives that we start to say, ah, man, yeah, that was my fault. I brought that to the table, right? So now we're down to the last chapter of our autobiography. So now here in chapter um, four, you walk down the same street, right? You're sitting and you're having this conversation and you see the conversation, you hear the conversation going in that same pattern that you, you have faced in the past. You know, nothing has changed, right? So going back to our street metaphor and the sidewalk, that hole is still there, right? So with your person, your, your significant other, if it's, it's about a relationship issue, communication issue, and you're still running back to that same thing, um, issue, then that's your hole and it's still there. It's still there, right? So how do you navigate this? How do you change how your response is? Now, when it comes to the hole in the sidewalk, you know it's there. You fell into it three times. So what are your choices? Walk around the hole, right? So that's now you identifying the problem, 
recognizing your role that you play in the problem, and now you're changing the response that you have to the problem, right? You're changing your response to the problem, and that is huge in itself, all right? It really is because identifying that we have a problem is number one, and then what our role is in that problem is number two, and then now what are we going to do to change the results, the outcomes of this problem. So um, we, we, we just continue to grow at, at, from our trials and tribulations that we, we face, the, the actions of others, the, the things that we see in the relationships. So with that last, that chapter four, that's what that is referring to, right? You just identify that there's a problem and you start to make changes. You start to make changes. And that's what that chapter four is saying. It's starting to make changes because now you know what you're facing and you, you don't want to deal with it anymore. So now I want a different outcome. So when you start to process it, that's where chapter five comes in. Oh, chapter five is speaks volumes. So chapter five, it said, I walk down another street. What? Who knew that was even a possibility, right? Just take another route. Go down a different street. Make a detour, whatever. And that is how we should look at things that are in our relationship that we're like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to have the same argument, don't have any resolution, and we're still running that, that, that hamster wheel, doing the same thing, going nowhere, right? I want to go somewhere. So guess what? I'm getting off of this, walk, this ride, right? So that's what that last one is saying to me in my you know, breakdown of it. And again, this is all my breakdown of this autobiography in five chapters by Portia Nelson. So this is definitely nothing that uh, is etched in stone. I'm sharing my thoughts on this whole process as I saw it for me, right? So I walked down another street. Again, speaks volumes because now I'm making the conscious choice. One, I'm not accepting the behavior. I'm not accepting the conversation. If you're not understanding, then it's time for me to make changes within me, for me, to better me, to get the negativity away from me and build a life of positivity with goals and aspirations and better communication. So that's what I get from these five chapters. Okay. And I, I share it with everyone because I again, was introduced to this long time ago from, um, with a therapist and, uh, I use it in the past with my, with a class. I shared it with the class and I, I share it when I do speaking engagements and things like that, because it just, it's a great exercise that, um, you should find some, you can, I don't want to say should, you can find some, some value in, um, because it, it just, I was 
when I sat with it, I was amazed. I was like, wow, that I can apply this to so many situations that I have been in in my life. Um, I share with my children and have them reflect upon it at different times in their lives because our lives are chapters in a book. We are the creator of that book. We that's It's our autobiography. And we, at any given time, can change the chapter, right? We can build on the next chapter. We can change our response as we're writing the next chapter because we already know what came ahead in the previous chapters. Hell, we wrote it, right? So we already know what was there. So what the hell are we going to do to change it? And that's how I see the things in my life when I start to get into that that rut where I'm I'm having those same conversations and we're we're having those same um, negative engagements. I just have to stop it right there. Okay, hey, what's going on? You talking to me today? You mad at me today? What happened? Okay, because if we need to communicate about that, and and that's me not only addressing and op- having open communication but also um, owning my part in it, right? If it's something I did and you don't tell me, how am I going to fix it and not have it happen again? You just want to sit there and stew about it. We can't have that. We have to have that communication and we have to be comfortable having that communication with one another. And this, this autobiography just helps put that in perspective. The other thing I wanted to share with everyone is another one of a quotes that I, oh my gosh, I love this quote. I've, I've used this quote for so many things um, that it is just amazing because it is just really so fitting. So the quote that I refer to very often is by Charles Swindle and it, it's, it, it is summarized into a smaller version, but I'm going to give you the long version, and then um, I'll, I'll share the summarized version that is very popular around. So the quote is, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on my life. Attitude, to me, is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, the education, the money, than circumstances, than failure, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, or a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one thing we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it's with you we are in charge of our attitudes. Wow. Right? I love this quote, this statement, whatever. 
I just love it. And I came across it whew, early on in my nursing career because everything that I came upon, um, I'm a very much an empath. So I used to take everything, everything people said, did to heart. And then I came across this quote and I can't change another person's attitude. I can't change another person's perception. I think we talked about that too, right? I can't change their perception of me and what I do and who I am and where I live and who I live with and who my children are. I can't change that perception. I can't change the attitude that they present to me because depending on what they were going, what they had going on during their day, that can put a damper on their attitude, which they're going to share out to um, the rest of the world and those they come in contact with. But what I do have control of is my attitude and my response to that individual, right? And that is something that I have been trying over and over again to implement in my life. Some days I do great. And then you got those days where people just push your buttons just right. And you just like, mm, not today, Jesus, not today. I'm not going to do it. And then, you know, you succumb to that and then you, you regret it. So you have that after responsibility and accountability that you have for that. And, you know, and sometimes it, it does. We're human. We're human. We take our onus of it and then we move on and, and try not to let it happen again. So with that, I have to say I have gotten a little better at controlling my response to other people's attitude. And um, I think one of the things I said in the past is like, it's not about me. It's what they are bringing to the table. It has nothing to do with me. So um, I, I do practice this very often. And, and this year, I see more and more of myself utilizing this um this quote and what it means to me in my life because um I don't want the negativity I don't it does it takes too much space and, and it's not paying rent in my mind I don't want it right so I'm gonna get rid of it damn it I'm done so that is is what I wanted the other thing that I wanted to share is that um we we can only control the, the little things we can control in our lives. Uh, you want to make that you should want to make the choice to make to control that as much as possible. And the one thing that I have definitely learned to do is control my attitude and my response to things that um, attack me or doesn't agree with me. So the short version of this, which I'm sure is all over the internet, is just simply life is 10% what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. That's the down and dirty version of that whole statement. Right. So with that, I, I just want to give that a thought for you guys. Leave that as a thought and hopefully we can have some side feedback conversation about feedback, about attitude, about our response to it and how we can start to change that negativity and our response to the negativity and the attitude. It's not easy and it doesn't happen overnight. 
Um, it's definitely a journey like everything else that we do in life is a journey. It's a process. Um, we do fall, and but like I said, for some things, you can be a weeble wobble. You fall down, but you get back up. Um, and we talked about being on your knees, right? So when you're down on the knees, just take one foot, get it on up, dust off, and then, you know, go have at it again. So um, think about that. Process, process that. Let that marinate in your mind. And then share with me how you think this can impact your day-to-day and how you, you change. And as you start to utilize some of these techniques, watch how people respond to you, right? Because they look to get that reaction from you. They, I mean, and, it, and the moment that you don't, they think something is wrong with you. It's like, wait, uh, you yelled at me last time or you, you, we, we had a whole fight before I said something like this to you. And you will see that your response to that, whatever it is, is going to change how they come to you over time. It's really weird. Uh, I see it um, in many parts of, of my dealings with individuals and changing my response actually really helped me. And you do it for yourself. This is where you can do your self-care. It's about you and protecting yourself and your mentality and your um, emotional space. So. If you want to think of it as being selfish, hell, you're being selfish. You're taking care of you. Uh, today, I choose not to um, yell and scream and get my blood pressure up and risk going um, having a stroke of some sort or a heart attack because of your foolishness. I refuse to accept that. So we're going to move on, and I'm going to respond to it differently. And it's, again, it's not easy. Some days you just feel like it's easier to slap the person rather than to just, you know, respond calmly and walk away. But again, if you're dealing with the same person, same issues over and over again, and they are used to having that response, you not having that response to them will totally make a difference on how they approach you from that point on. So let me know how it works. So with that, I'm going to let you guys go. And if you can, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, I'm on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google um, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you can give me some feedback, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, For those of you who have been providing feedback, thank you so much for flooding the emails with your responses and your feedback. I totally appreciate you. Um, Coming May 28th, my webpage will be complete and up and running. So you all will be able to um, subscribe on the webpage and also provide information if you want to be a guest and also if you want to share a poem, a blog, whatever. Uh, It is our page to do what our tribe wants to do. But if you're a subscriber, you get a little bit more privileges. So definitely subscribe. And uh, I look forward to seeing you all. My email is dc, and that's Delta Charlie, 
dc at thesoulfuleclectic.com. That is my email. And I'm on Facebook, DC Soulful Eclectic. I am also on Instagram, the dot soulful eclectic. And also my current webpage that's up. And for the meantime, my webpage is still up, the old one, and you can definitely contact me via there, www.thesoulfuleclectic.com. I look forward to hearing from you and your feedback. Thank you so much. Take care. Take care of yourself and each other and check on your friends and family. Namaste, and I hear from you soon.